0: So I've had something on my heart for a long time, and it's been wanting to interview my dad so I could share his wisdom with the world. He's a bit of my inspiration, if not my inspiration. We have a long story, history together of ups and downs in life that has brought us here. It hasn't always been glorious and sunshine and roses, right? But here we are, and we have these incredible conversations. We both read a lot of self-development books, and then we talk about it but I I really wanted to share a few episodes with you based on this different conversations that we've had. And I just ask you to be open, be open to what he shares, what I share, because he has a big belief. He lives in gratitude now and he has a huge connection with a higher power and that's helped him through. And sometimes he uses words that maybe don't resonate with you but I just ask you to be open. So whether you say universe, God, source, energy, mother nature, sunshine, just be open to this conversation and see how you can apply some ideas to your life. And so with that said, let's dive in. I'm so excited for you all to meet my dad. Welcome to the High Vibes Podcast. I'm Binu, your host. My goal with every episode is to leave you feeling better, shining your light a little bit brighter than before you press play. Let's dive in. Well, here I am today with my dad. I've been thinking about doing a podcast episode or two or three or four with him for a very long time. So, Dad, I'm so excited that we are going to do this today. And I'm just so grateful that you're willing to put on a microphone with me and talk to the people listening here.
1: You know, I'm equally excited. I think it's a great thing. You know, it gives me the opportunity to talk with you from my heart. And I think it's very important, uh, especially now you people have grown up and we are almost uh, at a level that we are more as friends than father and daughter.
0: Truly, okay. So before we actually dive in and have a conversation, just for the person, the people listening right here, I just want to give them a little background of of us and, and who you are and, and why we're even doing this. So dad, I'm just going to tell everybody. So dad's 87 years, 87 years young. I like to say that he is in great shape. And those of you that have followed me on Instagram, you sometimes see me showing pictures of him and his little convertible convertible BMW. We are walking down by the lake often together. And he's just, everyone always says to me, he's so fit. You know, what's his secret? What does he do? And so I just want to tell everybody here. my dad was an engineer by, by trade, I guess, so to speak. And you can share more about this, dad. But he's had his trials and tribulations, I guess. We've had, as a family, ups and downs. We've been to the valleys and to the mountains together. And it's brought us here. And so neither of us are, are seasoned speakers, on a microphone, on podcasts. This is my brand new podcast, but I'm so excited actually to share. And so as I share on my other episodes, we're going to be imperfect. We're just going to have a conversation, just father and daughter. And um, I'm sure we're going to get better at this the more we do this. And uh, here we go. So dad, tell us a little bit about you, where you live, what, what you do day to day? Because everybody always asks me, like, what's his secret? He looks in great shape. He's always dressed to the nine. Like, what does he do every day? I want to know. So let's just open up this conversation yeah. from that.
1: Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> you're not the first one asking this question. A lot of people uh, say, what is your secret? And uh, my first answer is, uh, secret. What do you mean secret? That's the book. I read some time back, Uh, so, but you know what, I love people, and for whatever reason, people love me. I cannot understand that uh, I am here um, in Thunder Bay for the last 57 years, and uh, I cannot think of any time or instance where i have had any issues with any person this town has grown on me when mom and i moved to thunder bay we were newly married and um, we decided um, that it's a small town but it was one of the largest grain port in the world, and I was working for a company that was working with the the grain business. Uh, So, uh, just to give you some background, and uh, uh, we decided we'll be here for six months, and uh, if you didn't like it, you know, we'll move along uh, to a bigger city. But uh, lo and behold, uh, people were so nice that we never even could imagine thinking about leaving this town.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting, Dad. I, I'm glad you shared that because a lot of times, right? So those that don't know me that well, right, that are listening to this, I have two brothers and none of us live in this um, town that we were born and raised in, Thunder Bay, Ontario in Canada. And we're, for years, we'd be like, Dad, come come live with us, come to our town. And you'd always say, you know, no, this is my my life is here. And um I just want everybody to know what do you, because I say this to you often, like what's your week like? Like what do you, because you're so busy. You have so much going on in a loving, exciting, healthy way. So you've been in this town for so long. You are attached to it. You love it here. It's, it's calm and connected and, and kind of like slow living, slow life living, right? But tell, tell everyone what you, what, what you spend your week doing. Like what do you do in your week?
1: That's a very good question. Uh... Uh, And I sometimes say to myself, you know, uh, what am I doing over here? But I think uh, the very first thing I want to tell you that uh, I have wonderful friends. Okay. Now, I love golf. So summertime, you know, I like to uh, spend as much time as I can golfing. And I have beautiful uh, four partners to... Uh, golf with. uh, And uh, And how often do you golf? uh, Four days a week if I can help it. Amazing. Uh, And, um, you know, it's just exchange of time and uh, the conversation we sometimes get into. It's very enriching. And we are mostly of the same uh, caliber. And uh, they all have been uh, in their life uh, um, business people or uh, or, uh, um, in the teaching profession. And uh, so there's a lot that uh, we have in common and to share with. Uh, And on top of that, uh, I am a member of many boards. I sit on many boards. Uh, Now that takes uh, a fair amount of my time uh, preparing in preparation and attending uh, weekly or uh, uh, monthly meetings. Um, so that takes quite a bit of time. Um,
0: but but I- st- pause there for a sec, Dad, because you didn't just all of a sudden, in your 80s, get on these boards. Like, you were part of the Rotary Club when I was younger. I remember that. Like, you've been participating in a lot of these, um, like, citywide social uh, events, I don't know, what's the word, you know, where you get, where you give back to the community, right? Like this started when we uh, were younger, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: I think uh, you touched a very good uh, point here. Uh, people gave me so much that I wanted to give it back to them. And uh, for whatever reason, I think uh, my image uh, wearing the turban, the first one over here as an Indian couple, Uh, people uh, just came up to me and uh, out of the blue and uh, wanted to you know communicate uh, with them and uh, wanted to spend time with them people would take me to or take us to uh, their camps Uh, people would uh, stop us on the road and uh, uh, ask us if we wanted to go for grocery shopping and all that you know I was given, we were given so much that we wanted to give back. So if I got invited onto uh, a board, I accepted that. Uh, It's it's strange. I never to this date applied for any board position. I was always invited, which was uh, a great honor. And I felt very good about it. And I worked very hard to to make it work. Uh, uh, at times, I did find that it was overwhelming, but people were so nice that ma- they made it very easy for me to participate in it.
0: Well, you know, it's really interesting because we were talking about this, so I've been here for a couple of days and my dad and I've been talking about, you know, what, what, what was it? What, what was it that he showed up here from? India, to Scotland, to do your university studies, then getting married to mom and coming here and having all these people being so kind to you and open. And and now you're here giving back to your community always. Like you're so involved. And when I go out to those dinners with your your friends on a Friday night, right? Like you have these standing dates. Like, you know, you have this group on on Friday at lunch that you see, and then the, the dinner group. And the last time Rob and I were here, my husband and I were here, we joined you like it's so nice just to see that you have this community and so that's something I talk about a lot to the people I'm around is who do you surround yourself with and we've talked about this Um, right but the one thing I wanted to go back to was almost like what we were talking about today when we were walking around the marina what what do you think it is dad that you did internally that maybe other people aren't Weren't doing back then because I do think there's a difference here.
1: You know, you know when you you touched uh, on many things, uh, and uh, I must say that there's something maybe some air about me, uh, the love that I have for people. Um, you, you know, it reflects back. When I use the word reflecting, uh, I always tell people to look into the mirror and say guy I love you <laughs> you know you you do that uh, a few times you'll be surprised uh, that when you meet anybody you will greet them with so much love that they will have no problem you know s- standing and uh, waiting for you to uh, got into some conversation. I so, think... Uh, so
0: you're saying, you know, when you look in the mirror and you're telling, you like your little scenario of, hey guy, I love you. You're talking in the mirror to yourself, right? Yes, I
1: do. So yeah, this I think,
0: practice uh, then yeah. makes other people feel your love that you carry yeah. within you, Because
1: right? I, yeah, because, you know, I feel if you don't love yourself, you can't love others. And I think uh, our biggest issue in life, I find that one, you know, people, um uh, for some reason or the other do not love themselves. That's why when they uh meet others, they more or less show that in an attitude which people pick up very quickly.
0: Yeah, like energy. We were talking about this. That that's a, that's another the energy word for you carry, it. Yeah. right? Like the yeah. attitude you have for yourself. Yeah. Is that so, what you mean?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I think uh, and also You know, it gives positive vibes as against negative vibes. Uh, So uh, I cannot understand uh, how well I'm received. uh, And I'm very grateful for that because that's what has made uh, me, you know, spend 87 years. uh, And still, lots of people say I'm probably 50, 55, 45. (laughs) Um, we
0: well, can't be forty-five because I'm fifty-two, yeah, I and know. you're my dad. Yeah, but
1: uh, <laughs> other people don't know that. <laughs>
0: okay, so now you're okay. Now you said some words, Dad. We're we're leading we're leading back to the secret, right? Which was the original question, yeah. and that was my purpose here. Is you just said people catch on to the positive vibes or the negative vibes, right? And um, it's probably why my podcast is named High Vibes with Binu, because I'm all about this high vibration. Yeah. right? It's not about being happy and, and excited all the time, but it's carrying this energy. So like, let's talk about Law of Attraction, because that's what you're stepping into speaking about now. Yeah. So let's talk about the secret. Yeah, what did well, you learn you, from that book?
1: <laughs> well, you know, these things you don't learn, you, you, they come from within. Because I find that uh, many times I ask myself the same question. But I found that eye contact with other people is a very important part of uh, uh, growing up. Because I think the moment you make eye contact, the other person gets uh, a positive vibe. I mean, if you just look at him and move your face away, that gives a negative vibe mm-hmm. and I think probably my asset has been that because I love people, because they have helped me so much in my life, that I make eye contact. I, I uh, want to talk to them. I, I talk about good weather. as uh, a conversation starter. So I think that's, that's part of the secret. Those, the, the other thing is I respect everybody. Lots of people say, well, he's very young, he's quite young. And you're addressing them like an adult with SIR and all that. I say, you know what, if you want to respect back, you've got to respect others, irrespective of their age. And I I feel that, you know, uh, when you people were growing up, and I know how I addressed uh I still feel that you know, when you became of age, uh in my opinion, around <laughs> sixteen years, uh, you know, I started treating treating you as friends because I cannot believe how much I have learned from you people. It's a it's a two way street.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Dad. It's a two way street and and honestly, when you say that to me, it actually warms my heart so much because, you know, I think even I'll always be your child, right? So you always feel like you learn from your parents. But then we get to a certain place where, you know, I remember when I was probably 16 or 17, I was pretty righteous and I was trying to make my mark. So to hear you say that you you contemplated, you know, trying to treat us like friends more than parents, uh, and we're going to save that for our next episode because I want to dive deeper into that but i love what you said about the secret and like the asset that you had and and you've seen how it's played out right um but i want to just make sure everybody knows like you weren't just born like this and everything was handed to you on a silver platter The the two things i've talked about often with my clients and other people on my videos and other audios is that you know like my mom, your wife passed away like when she was 47. I was 20, and I think you were 55, if I had to do the math. No, 54. 54, yeah. right? And, um, and then, you know, at one point many years ago, you had open heart surgery, like quadruple bypass, valve replacement. Like, just take those two things out of the numerous things that you've had to go through. Like, you weren't always, like, were you in positive vibration, positive thought? During those, like, how did you get out of those or move through those? I think that would be something really wonderful
1: to share. Again, yeah, you know, that's a very good question. First thing, it never came into my mind that something is going to happen to me. I am a firm believer that there is a higher power that is hovering over me. I don't. I don't get afraid. I'm I'm not fearful. Uh, I don't know why sometimes, you know, when I got into situations where I should really be afraid of, but I am not. Because right away, my mind thinks about God. God is one. God is looking over me. God is guiding me. And you know what? Many times it happens. You know, I have been in a situation where Somebody has said, you're going to get nailed so badly (laughs) in life that you won't, you will have your head turned around. I said, no. Oh, no, you are. I said, no, God is there. He is going to come for my rescue. Okay. And...
0: Have you always talked like this? Like, uh, just so for the people who are listening, right? I know some people use the word universe, source um energy angels dad says god right but have you always spoke like this well uh, well,
1: no not really i mean i have to admit that uh, being a scientist and an engineer i always reason out and uh, i could not for the life of me understand that when people are doing men and women are doing all the uh, research work, and reaching the moon. What is God doing over there? (laughs) You know, it always puzzled me. Mm -hmm. And then things happened in my life, uh, uh, which convinced me that, yes, higher power is God. And uh, then I sort of reasoned out again with myself. He says, well, it's God who is directing through his people to do this kind of a research. He wants people to be independent. Uh, He's uh, wanting people to have a a very healthy life. For that, all the research that is coming out to keep our bodies healthy. So I think uh, that turned me around. and now I am realizing every time I feel that I am in a situation and I pray to God please and that situation is resolved so beautifully that I have no choice but to accept the fact that the higher power is uh, is uh, looking after me
0: yeah and I you know and so um when I'm talking to a lot of people right? Whatever you believe, whatever that higher power is, right? The universal, I always say, I like saying universal spirituality. Sometimes I say angels and and spirit guides, because in my brain when I was younger, that's what made sense to me. When mom passed away, it just made sense that, you know, she was my angel. And then feathers would show up at the most interesting time when I was struggling with something, and then I would feel lighter. I just had a, a client tell me that, you know, she she read a story about this certain leaf. And then she went in her backyard and she saw the leaf and it just brought her from a low emotion to a higher emotion. Right. So I I love hearing that because somewhere along the line, um, your belief got so strong and and there's more to this. But I think that's really great to share with people because the other thing I see, Dad, and I was saying this to today, that you also believe in yourself. Like when we talk about, you know, when I was a little kid and I don't remember what you were doing all I remember is, you know, you parenting us. But you must have believed in yourself wholeheartedly to do the things that you did and to when people told you that something was gonna go wrong, you'd actually just wouldn't believe them. Even now I've watched you while well, you've had different physical ailments in your life and, and you joke all the time that, you know, you you live long enough, you're gonna get something. <laughs> and but you don't believe that you actually have anything. You go along the motions that the doctor wants you to do, but you don't sit in this You just believe you're healthy. This is what I'm witnessing. You believe everything is going to work out. And whether someone says God, universe, mother nature, whatever, it's just you have this deeper belief around you and in you. Yeah. Right?
1: I think uh, the, the word that comes to mind right away is uh, trust. And uh, yes, you have to believe in yourself. Uh, because if you don't believe in yourself you know then you get overpowered by emotions which are negative
0: mm.
1: you know it's uh, it's very important uh, that you, you say to yourself everything will be okay you got to stay positive and i have proven over and over again that staying positive things happen in the right way so how I got into it, even I don't know. Uh, many people would probably say, well, I probably have done good things in my previous life and I'm mm-hmm. reaping the fruit of uh, mm. that life. <laughs> Maybe so, but I tell you, I cannot believe some of the things uh, that I come across, some of the love that I got from people. Uh, it's overwhelming.
0: Well, I, I, that makes me happy <laughs> as I'm about to get on a plane this afternoon to hear that, yeah. that you're overwhelmed by the love you get. Yeah. Um, Dad, we're going to pause for this episode here because I think what you've shared has been so wonderful. And um, we will continue in future episodes so that we can keep sharing your experience and your thoughts and all the books that you read because you read so many self-development books, so many spiritual books that then you make them uh, happen in your own practical life and that's why you're here to talk about it because i think it's really important the last thing i want everybody to know in the next two minutes i would love for you to share your morning routine what is this morning routine you have that you do religiously i watch you come out of your room you don't blank you go down on your treadmill and the rest is history so in two minutes tell my friends my listeners what your morning
1: routine is. Well, before I go into that one, uh, I cast back my, uh, memory when you were growing up, uh, and I used to tell you guys, uh, you know, make habits today. The habits will make you tomorrow. Mm. And I think probably I have been following. It's like, uh, walking the talk. Mm. And, uh, I get up, uh, these days, six thirty in the morning, uh, and uh, right away, go for my treadmill, uh, for my exercise routine. Uh, I do some yoga. I'm not uh, very expert in doing yoga, but I do, I would say, stretching exercises. You know, it takes me about an hour and then I go and uh, have uh, uh, my coffee time. Uh, I shut everything off. And uh, it just gives me uh, time to reminisce uh, uh, my night before. And uh, I uh, actually visualize my uh, day ahead of me. Mm, And
0: I love that.
1: Yeah. And uh, on top of that, uh, you probably know that I have a lot of involvement with my friends for lunch group coffee group, dinner group. Uh, So I'm always looking forward to it. I think the biggest issue I find in most people is uh, having a purpose in life. Mm -hmm. So this is my purpose in life, to spend the day as best as I can in a calm, collective manner and have fun at the same time.
0: Oh, what a great way to end this episode. My dad is all about fun. Thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate you listening. If this episode resonated with you and you wish to speed up your growth, feel free to check out my programs and services. Just go to my website, bnew.ca. And if you know someone else who is seeking more meaning in life and could use some inspiration and high vibes along the way, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world. And it goes a long way if you take a few seconds right now and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful.